This is so wizarding. Hey, this is Steve from Dinner and a Podcast, and you're listening to the Nerd Podcast Mafia, entertainment your ears can't refuse. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're the people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? You are listening to episode number 198 of the So Wizard podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I was going to rhyme about 198, but then I couldn't think of a good one in time. So, so. Don't hate. <laughs> Appreciate. And back from exile. Back from the future war against the machines, the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Uh, can you speak up? It's hard to hear you with that pity dick in your mouth. <laughs> you are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we're going to discuss some nerdy news, and then we're going to jump right into a review and reaction to the movie Deadpool 2. Before we get into that, Mark, you know, missed you last week. Fill us in on what's going on. Uh, nothing. My computer is, uh, well, my original computer that I had before was a netbook that I've had for years. Uh, that's what I was using before uh, when we first started the show, however many years ago. Um, and then I got like another computer, which is um, a lot better, but it's still not like super high quality. Um, it's pretty much a laptop. Uh, as I was told by the tech guy. Uh, so there were some some issues with some programs that I had running, uh, conflicting issues um, with doing a podcast. But I uh, got them cleared off and everything should be running smoothly for now until uh, until about, probably, probably have like a good year <laughs> before before something else goes wrong with it. Well, it's good to have you back. We, we missed you last. We were very thankful that uh, Brandon from Colt 45 jumped in to help us keep our weekly streak alive. But we certainly missed you, and we certainly missed the sound effects that you had as well. Yeah, Brandon did a great job. Um, shout out to him for st- stepping up and helping everybody out. It was, he was a, a great uh, addition to the show. Awesome. How about you, Aubrey? What's going on in the world of Aubrey this week? Um, Absolutely nothing yet. Stay tuned. Next week, I may have more. Next week, there might be something exciting, but this week, no. Yeah, I've, ju- I've just been watching Netflix, and I actually had Chill. a whole bunch of, like, interviews this week, so I was running around doing that while watching Netflix and everything. So maybe next week, I will have a job. Better job. Excellent. Uh, I don't have anything exciting to talk about. I've just been working and sleeping uh, and thinking about So Wizard Podcast. <laughs> That's sad. While sleeping. <laughs> That's very sad. Well, you know, we've been having a good couple weeks of listenership there. So, you know, it makes me happy. You got to cling on to the good things in life. The very few good things in life. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, that sounds great. Let's jump into it. Uh, Mark, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? All right. 
So everybody can go to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you'll also find movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, you'll find Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy Adam Wallyhawk. You'll find our merchandise there. You can uh, purchase some of our t-shirts that we have. You know, look good while you represent the show. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. Click on a big A, do your Amazon shopping, you receive your products, and you also get to help out the show. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you are there. You can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, and you can stream us through Spotify. You can also find our show along with some other fantastic podcasts on the nerdpodcastmafia.com website. Shout out to the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Back to you, Joey. I want to shove my face into the big hole below the urethra known as the beautiful vagina very much. <laughs> it is that. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. Perfect. All right. So uh, we missed you last week, Mark. So let's talk about news. I cannot wait to see what you have for us this week. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, Mark. Show us the news. All right. So this has been a week of... uh, People's childhoods getting destroyed, oh, boy. <laughs> it appears. Uh, let's start with uh, a couple of trailers that came out. Oh, we got a trailer for the reboot of Charmed on the CW, based on the uh, the old TV show with Alyssa Milano and Rose McGowan and some other chick that I don't remember. Uh, I never watched the show. I know a lot of people were upset that they were doing a reboot of it, a remake of it. I saw the trailer, and there was nothing in it that really impressed me at all. The concept didn't really seem that cool. Kind of had like a weird like Harry Potter meets Buffy the Vampire Slayer type of thing. I don't know. I I didn't care. But uh, the trailer is out and people are talking about it. What did you guys think of the Charmed reboot trailer? Let's start with Aubrey. I just kind of want reboots to stop. I feel like everything has been rebooted and it just is boring at this point. I'm kind of sick of it. Mm -hmm. You know? So it's like... Oh, cool. Here's something else that's been rebooted. I don't even really care. That seems to be the consensus. Joey, what about you? What did you think of that trailer? Uh, you know, when Aub- what you have to say to Aubrey when uh, she doesn't want any more reboots? Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. It's a never-ending story of reboots. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I I wasn't the biggest fan of Charmed when it was on. I don't think I ever really watched it much. Obviously, as a big fan of Alyssa Milano and uh, Rose McGowan, though, and uh, I, I like Shannon Doherty too. She has oh, weird teeth, but uh, that's the third one. That's <laughs> yeah. the one I can remember. She has weird teeth, and now she's going to college. Um, you remember her bad infomercial she was in a few years ago, but. Uh, yeah, I just never got into it. You know, I was more of a Buffy Angel type of guy. And, uh, you know, this just looks like a very, like you said, a very CWE Harry Potter-ish uh, ripoff of Harry Potter and Buffy. <laughs> so I don't think I'll be watching it. There was nothing that hooked me in to uh, say, wow, I need to cut time out of my busy schedule and uh, stop sleeping and working so much and sit down and watch Charmed. 
Is there even that big a charmed fan base that people were outraged about this? You know, what's surprising to me is how big fan bases are of shows that I think that they shouldn't be. <laughs> like, One Tree Hill actually has conventions. What? Yeah. What do you do at a One Tree Hill convention? Plant a second I, tree? I'll ask Nikki <laughs> because she goes to them. But like, oh, that's disappointing. I know. How can how can that show be that? But like every time she talks about it, I'm like, really? Like that show is that big to where they have conventions still? Hey, Fire, Firefly was 13 episodes. But if there was a convention going on, I would be all over it. I think that's different, though. Like that has a cult following. Like what? What? Who follows One Tree Hill? Who follows <laughs> Charmed? Not me. Sorry, Nikki. I follow Nikki on Instagram. Does that count? <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't know how this show is going to be. I mean, it's one of those things where I look at it and I'm like, I'll be surprised if it makes it past a, a second season. But then yeah, I remember we're on like season 37 <laughs> of Supernatural. So. I was just about to say that. I remember it's on the CW, so sky's the limit for them. <laughs> All right. So then another trailer that came out, this one uh, on a big screen. Um, oh, shit. I didn't get the name of it. It's Happy Time, Happy Time Murders, which is a uh, let's see. It's a comedy that deals with the world of the Muppets. It's a R-rated <laughs> cop drama. No, I'm sorry. R-rated cop comedy starring Melissa McCarthy and uh, Joe McHale and some Muppets. I, I, Joey, what did you think of this trailer? I'm going to save my thoughts. Um, At first, I was like, okay, this is kind of a cool concept, but it wasn't funny. And then it just felt like try hard with a vengeance. I don't know. It would probably be a really funny, like, 20 minute YouTube video. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if I want to watch an hour and a half of that. Mm-hmm. Aubrey, what about you? What did you think of the trailer? Um, that was weird. What in the world is this trailer and why? I don't understand why. <laughs> it's the weirdest damn thing ever. Like that's all I can feel about it too. I don't even understand why it exists. Why was this even a thought? Did I just watch a Muppet jizz everywhere at the end of it? Like, Whoa. it just feels wrong. I don't I don't know if I I'm probably not going to see it because it's almost like Ted. And I thought that Ted seemed really fucking stupid and like an absolutely stupid concept. So I refuse to see it. It's probably going to be like that where I think it's a stupid concept and I never want to see it. It's just something wrong about making kids shows like dirty. Mm-hmm. You can do plenty without making kids shows dirty. Yeah, that's my my thoughts exactly. I don't understand how this got to the point. Like, I just don't understand it at all. I know it it it's doing well. Like the the views on the on the YouTube trailer is doing pretty well. People are responding well to it. But I don't understand the comedy of taking these kids characters or these um, something that's based on a kids show and making it super R rated. You know, and if you're gonna do that, at least make it funny. And that trailer was just dumb. Um, I don't. I don't understand this at all. I'm. I'm pretty sure that this movie is gonna bomb because uh, you know who wants to see Muppets. Uh, well, I don't know. I guess the box office would tell us. I think it's a fucking horrible idea, and I. I can't believe that Jim Henson's son is actually behind this. That there's something really painful about that for some reason. <laughs> you can barely get Muppets. You can barely like buy into Muppets in like the Dark Crystal and like Labyrinth. You know, that's stretching it. Putting Muppets in like a R-rated cop movie, that's it's ridiculous. I it's a horrible idea. It's trash. 
It's a mistake. It's nothing but trash. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I'm all sad. I don't need to see Muppets jizzing everywhere. I'm good. Thanks. Yep. All right. So then we also got, speaking of, um, of, uh, Things that <laughs> things that were from our childhood or from some people's childhood that might be inappropriate now. Um, we have the Thundercats are coming back in a new cartoon on a Cartoon Network. Um, this one has a very silly look to it, uh, very kiddy ish. Um, the Thundercats weren't wasn't like serious drama, the original Thundercats, but this one is definitely aimed towards small, smaller kids. Um, and a lot of people were upset about this on the internet. Um, I am not a Thundercats fan at all. I never was. It didn't really work for me. Um, my younger cousins were. They were huge fans of it. Um, but they're old enough to have kids of their own, so I, this is perfect for them. Uh, so I really could care less about it. Um, Aubrey, what did you think of the Thundercats, uh, the new look of the Thundercats? I have a Thundercats belly button ring. Um, so this is how much I love Thundercats. So I... This this looks like it's animated by somebody who animates for Cartoon Network. What fucking show does this person also animate for? Because it looks, it looks like uh, it looks like Steven Universe. Never seen that. It looks like something. Wasn't it? Which I, also uh, looks like Gumball, Gumball. Which also looks like. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Adventure Time, which also. Looks Maybe like... it's Adventure Time that I'm thinking of. It's got to be Adventure Time. I haven't watched any of those. It just looks like something I've seen in a commercial, but I've seen plenty of Adventure Time video games to think it would be that. Um, I don't know. I I like the old 80s cartoons, so it's going to be really hard to impress me on this one. I thought we were getting a live action Thundercats. What the hell are we doing with a cartoon? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Joey, was Thundercats in your wheelhouse when you were younger? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. I used to watch it after school all the time. All right, how do you feel about this uh, this new look? This is a fucking abomination. <laughs> and if somebody dug up my mom's corpse and pooped on it, it would be less Jesus. offensive than this. Um, this version of Thundercats. I got to tell you, this is a fucking slap in the face. I, I just don't get it. In a world where Voltron reboot exists, so somebody went and took a beloved, but you know, admittedly corny mm-hmm. uh, old eighties cartoon and made something freaking fantastic for new and old fans to then have somebody else come along with a fucking man bun on <laughs> and shitty art style and be like, Oh, I never even liked the old cartoon. So I'm going to make this. And it looks like fucking the worst cartoon in the world, Steven universe. And then it's just shit. It's shit. It's shit. It's shit. It looks like if I was going to make a parody of, what people would do to try to cause fake controversy online. Like I couldn't make one better than this. Like it almost didn't, I thought it was a joke. I thought it wasn't real when Mm -hmm. I was watching the video. Like this can't be fucking real. Like this can't be real. And then, you know, it's got everything it's got. This is like everything that's happened in the last five years of nerd culture online, like wrapped up into one thing. You've got a hipster, uh, millennial creators that all look like they're made of soy taken sentient form. Um, you've got like shitty uh, cartoony art style. You've got taking something that nerds like hold dear and shitting on it. You've got Twitter wars over the content. You've got the creators going on Twitter being like, I never even liked the original one. So who cares? You've got people shrieking about man babies. You've mm. got, you know, a thousand clickbait articles about 
Take a, take a dump on your face, stupid old nerds. Here comes the new Thundercats. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I, I, just, I can't. I can't with this. I literally wish I could get in my car and drive to California and just fucking throw that dude out a window <laughs> by his man bun. I can't believe that this is fucking real. I, just, I can't. It, it's, it's, this can't be real. This cannot be real. Who fucking sat down and said, you know what we got to do? We got to bring back Thundercats, but we need to make it shitty and awful. <laughs> and so he's like, that's a great idea. Let's do it. Like how it's like they did this on purpose to cause all this controversy for publicity. Like it's done on purpose. They probably had the articles for like <laughs> Gawker media and stuff already pre-written with like, suck it, man, babies. Thundercats is back. And now it's for millennials. Like, are you kidding me? Like, oh my God. Now we just need to find out that one of them is gay, transgendered, or pansexual, and it'll be the fucking hat trick of shitty uh, <laughs> internet nerd culture fights at this point. Oh, no, see, here's I the think thing. I'm good. I think I'm done now. I can take a deep breath. <sighs> okay. I never, I, like I said, I wasn't down with the Thundercats before back in 85, but apparently there was a remake. Or they did reboot it back in 2011, and they um, I didn't watch the episodes, but I watched the opening. They, they did like a side-by-side opening between the new one and the, the one from 2011 and the one from 1985. And they were pretty identical. I mean, the art style obviously was upgraded for the 2011 one. So there was a point in time where someone took a Thundercats idea and made a TV show and treated it with respect to the original one and no one gave a shit in 2011. Well, so, it did okay ratings wise, but it didn't sell toys and Bandai uh, put their foot down and canceled it because they didn't want to spend money on a cartoon that wasn't selling toys. So. God fucking forbid. So Thundercats, Thundercats had his, had his chance. It had its day. I mean, a, a, a reboot that respected the original material. It had its moment in the sun. So now that was also seven years ago. I mean, you're telling me you couldn't put a Thundercats reboot on Netflix uh, done in the style of Voltron. And I don't mean like the same art style or even anything, but like in that, that vein, like respectful to what was before and crafting something new from it and getting in new and old fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, Voltron Legendary Defender is a fucking massive hit. It's a mega hit. And there's people that never didn't even know there was a, an original Voltron that watch it and are obsessed with it. Like that's the blueprint. So it, that makes it to me, that makes it even worse. Like in a world where it's been done, you know, it'd be like somebody inventing a car now and putting the wheels are square. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's cool, I guess, but we already know how to do it and it works. So why would you bother? I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's just a combination of one. It looks like shit. Yeah. To it's shitting on a beloved property. And, you know, let's don't get it wrong. It's not like Thundercats is fucking like Citizen Kane or anything. But, you know, and then just having that extra added edge of you just know that those people were like, OK, so this is going to cause a bunch of controversy and hashtag controversy creates cash. And we're going to get to talk a bunch of shit about old fans on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and suck it, old nerds. Here comes the new Thundercats. Like, I just I can't I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. We just went through this for five years with comic books. Can we leave classic cartoons alone, please? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Didn't we did did the world go through the same thing when uh, Teen Titans got changed to uh, Teen Titans Go? Wasn't this like the same type of deal? I never... yeah, there was there is a muted 
uh, lash. Uh, what word am I looking for? Uh, backlash to Teen Titans Go because there was a beloved Teen Titans cartoon that got canceled and morphed into Teen Titans Go. But I think it's not as angry because one, you don't have the creators of Teen Titans Go on Twitter basically making fun of the old fans. And you don't have, you didn't have social media as ingrained as it is now where it, it's so bad in this, this way. But plus Teen Titans Go is, is good and it's funny. So <laughs> like this Thundercat show looks like fucking trash. Well, I'm, so. I'm not going to watch it at all, but you know, they, they get their chance. I mean, it, it, Adventure Time and those, all those other weird cartoons are doing well right now. So, you know. It, it sucks that it's a it's a beloved property from a bunch of people that are older, but you know I say give them a chance. I'm not gonna watch it anyways. It doesn't really matter. I wouldn't watch it if you put a gun to my head. <laughs> All right, so I hate you now. Watch next is gonna be Thundercats. Pull the <laughs> fucking trigger. <laughs> I'd rather embrace death's cold embrace than watch that shitty Thundercats thing again. I saw the <laughs> video on YouTube. That was enough. I'm good. Mm-hmm. That's right. I feel like I would have to go visit my uh, physician to check my testosterone deficiency <laughs> if I watched any more of it. So, all right. So, uh, <laughs> speaking of, so this is this kind of falls in the same line. Um, here's another quote unquote beloved animated show from the '80s that actually is going to be debuting on Netflix. Shira. Um, they released a poster for it for a new Shira cartoon. Again, didn't watch it as a kid. Have no idea who she re- who Shira is, other than she's somehow related to He Man. So I probably won't watch this at all. But here's another another example of a reboot. Aubrey, what do you know about Shira? Um, I know that she is He Man's sister and <laughs> cousin. Um, cousin, whatever, and that she was the um, she was the result. So I had watched this documentary on on He Man. That's actually how I know. So she she was the result of, you know, He-Man, Master of the Universe. They were trying to make a female version of He-Man, Master mm-hmm. of the Universe. So She-Ra came about. And um, she started to do pretty well, actually, on her own. Um, and then there started to be, like, some, some mix-up as to, you know, exactly how they were going to market these toys and, and how they were going to compete with He-Man and how He-Man was co- co- going to compete with She-Ra and stuff like that. But I have not watched the old cartoon. I watched a little bit of it, but I haven't watched all of it. Mm-hmm. I watched more He-Man growing up than I did She-Ra. Um, and the way that I feel about it is that Netflix has proven that they can take something and do a good job with it. So I am not uh, not pessimistic about it. I think that Netflix probably will do a really good job at actually redoing this and um modernizing it all right i think they'll they'll do it justice uh, joey what about you dude how do you feel about she actually getting this probably more respected look on netflix oh my body is ready really oh my god dude you have the, like aubrey said the pedigree of you know netflix working with people who worked on voltron um, one of the uh, driving creative forces behind this She-Ra series is one of the co-creators of Lumberjanes, which is not a comic book that I would read under any circumstances because it's not my thing. But uh, the first daughter of So Wizard Podcast, <laughs> Janine, can certainly vouch for it being really good for girls of that age, I guess. Um, 
so not my thing, but I've been I have it on good authority that it is a really good, well done comic book. Um, and, you know, it, it looks like She-Ra in the picture. It's not, um, you know, Steven Universe dressed up as She-Ra. Right. Like, so that's that's a that's a good step in the right direction. And you know, they've earned the right to, to get my attention with this. And I loved those. I love He-Man and I did, <laughs> I did watch She-Ra as a kid too because it was related to He-Man and I did see He-Man and She-Ra's Secret of the Sword in the movie theater. Whoa. So that was important. Um, so I, I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with it. Now, if it comes out with a uh, trailer and there's some guy in a man bun and a beard <laughs> and uh, super tight like jeans telling me about how he hated She-Ra as a kid, but he's here to to right that wrong by making it look like shit. Uh, I probably won't watch it, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, as long as we can keep man buns out of, uh, Etheria, I think we'll be good. Um, (laughs) uh, yeah. So uh, I'm excited. I want to see more. I don't know. When is this coming out? Is it 2019 or is it this year? I thought it was 2019. I thought that's what I read. I could be wrong. So, yeah, I mean, I'm excited just because I got to tell you, man, if if you're out there and you're like, what the fuck? I'm just sit down and watch Voltron. It is like half an hour an episode. So fucking good. <laughs> and you will just be blown away how awesome it is. And then you will be even angrier that somebody couldn't do that with Thundercats. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the uh, the SWAT cats will uh, will get a good reboot. <laughs> Is that a real thing Tiger, that sounds sharks, familiar? Silver Hawks. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my uh, Adventures at a Galaxy Rangers movie. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if that they find a way to do that. So we're Star Blazers, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anything like that, that'd be great. But That's right. as now long... it's almost like I'm afraid I don't want any of these things to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Considering like who's in charge right now, I can understand that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As long as as long as they don't remake Magnum PI, I'm good. That's my show. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Mark? Yes. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> it's back. Yeah, I saw the, I saw the trailer for that. And Higgins is a woman now? I'm like, uh, all right. Of course it is. Next. It's, 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 it's <laughs> not to sound like uh, I'm going to get some tiki torches out in March on Charlottesville, but <laughs> that's how they do things now. Hey, guys, Magna P.I. is back, but it's a woman. <laughs> You guys remember Logan's run, right? <laughs> it's a woman now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this is this is that time, man. They're just like digging back and grabbing stuff out of the back catalogs and putting a, a fresh spin on it. So we'll see. We'll see what else comes next. Um, yeah, that's it. I think that's pretty much it for the news. Uh, oh, um, uh, one on a sad note. Uh, rest in peace to uh, Margot Kidder. Uh, she played Lois Lane in uh, four Superman movies. Um, I, I completely forgot that she actually did make an appearance in number three for like a quick little second. Uh, she was uh, a great Lois Lane, my Lois, my Lois Lane, I'm going to say that. And, uh, and she also did a really good job um, coming back on Smallville. She got to play a nice small part on Smallville, too. And I was really hoping they would get her and Chris Reeve back together for a scene, but that didn't work out. But uh, yeah, she uh, passed away last week. Uh, rest in peace, Margot Kidder. I forgot she was in Superman 4. <laughs> Oh yeah, forgot, a, forgot about a lot about Superman four actually, <laughs> but yeah, she was uh, amazing as Lois Lane. So good for her. She was good in Amityville Horror, and uh, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's it for the news. All right, so I guess then we'll launch into our review and reaction of Deadpool two. 
So to start, we're going to do it without spoilers. We're going to not spoil anything. If you haven't seen it yet, I don't know why you wouldn't have seen it, but if you haven't seen it yet, um, we'll definitely let you know. Mark will play a sound drop, which will delineate when we begin spoiling things. So right now you're safe. Um, let's just kind of go around and see how people felt about it. Um, Mark, what did you think of Deadpool 2? Uh, you know, I'm not that big of a fan of the first one. It's not that it's a bad movie. I thought it was I thought it was entertaining. I enjoyed it. This one I did not like. I didn't like it. I'm a half an hour into the movie. I'm like, damn, when is it supposed to be funny? Like when are the jokes Oof. coming? So uh wow. yeah, I was I was not a fan of it. Mm. Wow. <laughs> is this a are we getting punked right now? <laughs> Ash and you pick them out right now. Uh, okay. What about you, Aubrey? I thought it was absolutely hysterical. I laughed the entire time. The entire time. And not even just like subtle laughs. Like I belly laughed. Hmm. All right. I liked it. I didn't love it. And I liked the first one better. But it's not bad. It's just I was expecting face meltingly amazing. And I didn't get that. So I was kind of it was I feel like. It was disappointing, but not awfully disappointing. I just, I really liked it, but I didn't love it, I guess would be the best way to say it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how we can talk about this without spoiling stuff. So, you know, that's kind of our initial impressions. At this point, you've listened to enough of the show where you count as a download. So if you just want to skip out, that's fine. Um, the rest of you will stick around. Mark's going to play a sound drop, and then we'll start spoiling the shit out of Deadpool 2. Spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah, Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. All right. So spoilers are launched. Mark, you didn't. So you, did you like anything in this movie? Yeah, there's the the good thing about this movie is that there's about 5000 jokes. <laughs> um, And out of those 5000, there's a couple of them that actually do land. Uh, but for the most part, I thought it was just me. Like I'm in a theater and you know how sometimes you watch a movie like this and the audience is laughing so hard that you don't get to hear like the next line. Or the mm -hmm. next part of the joke, I heard every second of this movie. I did not miss a fucking thing because no one was laughing. And there was like a few giggles like to the left of me, and it was like a pretty much almost a sold out show. So yeah, I mean it, it was amusing. Like the like the opening credits, like oh I, we can't believe we shot the girl. Yeah, I know you did. I just saw it. Directed by one of the guys that killed the dog in John Wick. Yeah, I know that. It's really it was is really difficult for me to to enjoy a movie that made fun of other movies when that's kind of what I listen to every week when I listen to the show. You know what I mean? Like all of those jokes, they've already been, I've already heard all of those jokes. The Martha. I, I get it. I already, I already heard all those jokes. So the, the movie was, the story was barely there. <laughs> the jokes were hit or miss, mostly miss. I am stunned that you didn't like this movie that much. <laughs> Were you sure you weren't just mad about your computer and taking it out on Deadpool? Yeah, that could be it too. <laughs> oh my god, I'm I'm shocked. All right, uh, Aubrey. I I thought this movie was hysterical. I mean, I loved the. I like. I think I liked most how outspoken they were about certain things, like making fun of Fox and in making fun of the X Men and making it a point to. You know, understand like they I think the best part about Deadpool is that they give an a spotlight 
to the side characters. And I loved that about this. I think that highlighting Colossus and, you know, what's her face, long ass name. Negasonic Teenage Warhead? Yeah, it's way too long. I'm never going to remember that. It's fantastic. I thought that Juggernaut, I was so excited to see Juggernaut. That was like, I was above and beyond for that. Domino was fantastic. Uh, Cable was great. Uh, I didn't expect him to be in more than one movie, you know, and it's nice that he is. I just, I'm not sure how I feel about that with um, him being Thanos and everything, which by the way, was also funny when Deadpool called him Thanos. Um, Just the, I think the beauty about Deadpool and what I loved about this one is the Easter eggs and the small little details that nobody really thinks of and really get swept under the rug. And here they are, you know, being displayed. And that just shown throughout the entire movie with, and I just, I loved it. I really did. I loved Brad Pitt being Vanisher. Absolutely <laughs> loved that. That I was crying. Come on, Mark, that was funny. Come on. Oh, I'm not saying that the movie was unfunny. <laughs> I'm saying that out of the 5,000 jokes that they threw out, not all of them landed. The, the, the parachute, Jumping out of the, the plane by itself, that was funny. That was amusing because it was done in slow motion and they were taking it really seriously. Um, Some stuff was like over the – it was a little bit annoying like him dying multiple times at the at the end. Like where he he was dying slowly. I thought that was funny. Like kept trying to die. <laughs> that I felt like went on too long, but I also don't handle comedy the same, I guess. So <laughs> – all right, so you can you you can blow Deadpool up into a thousand pieces and put him mm-hmm. back together, mm-hmm. and he's fine. But if you shoot him in the heart, he's he dies. Is that right? Is that yes. the way well? I'm he had the collar. He had the collar on, on. Yeah, he had the collar on, so it took away his superhuman abilities. Oh, that's right. That's why. Yeah, and you know what else I thought was really funny it was the comment about um, Domino being created by some some artist who can't draw feet. <laughs> that was hysterical. Again, that's it's a yeah yeah it's funny to you know people who know who who that is, but we we've heard that before. Like that's nothing new. It's <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> All right, so what did you guys think of the? Let's talk, let's go by the, through the characters. What did you think of the little boy that he was supposed to protect? What was his name? Flame Fist. Yes. <laughs> Fire Fist. Russell. Fire Fist. Fist. Russell. Mm-hmm. Russell. That's right. What did you think of Russell, Aubrey? Uh, he was hysterical in some points. In others, I was like, please just let him die because he's so fucking annoying. But <laughs> he he was hysterical. I really liked how <laughs> fucking ridiculous he was. What about you, Mark? Um, yeah, they introduce him as like this. He's going to be this ultimate villain. You know, he's like this kind of badass kid who's like unstoppable that they have to call like all of these people in. Um, and I'm like, all right, so this chubby kid's going to grow up to be a badass, whatever. Um, but then later on he gets the, so that, that part, those scenes are taken very seriously. And then later on he actually gets to do like some comedy stuff and he was great in the comedy stuff, but he didn't really get to do that much of it. And there's nothing about his character that showed that that's who he was from the beginning of it. At least I didn't, I didn't catch that part anyway. But when he got to do the comedy stuff, like when he's doing the mime walking away thing from Deadpool, that was <laughs> awesome. I'm like, holy shit, this kid's funny. 
I, I want to yeah. see more of that. Have you ever seen? Uh, you ever see Hunt for the Wilder People that he was in? Uh, I ironically, I have it on my computer, <clears throat> or at least I did. <laughs> um, but yeah, I so never. That's got, what happened. I never got computer. around to watching it. <laughs> it's really funny, actually. He's really good in that. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's part of the reason that I didn't love the movie and only really liked it is a lot of it felt like just random scenes. Like there wasn't much of a story. <laughs> right. And the story that was there was dumb. So I don't know. That was part of the problem I had with it. It just felt like a collection of scenes, not as bad as the beginning of Batman versus Superman, but it was bad. Um, what about um, cable? What did you guys think of cable Mark? Uh, I thought the makeup looked cool. I mm-hmm. thought his arm looked cool. Um, yeah, he he was all right. He didn't really. There was nothing about his character that made me like fear for him, like going after them or root for him to kill the kid. He was just kind of there. Yeah, I did think it was funny that Deadpool kept calling him racist. <laughs> that was funny. Mm-hmm. Aubrey, what'd you think of Cable? I thought he was great. Um, he was like, I think I think. Um, Josh Brolin does a great representation of each character he's been in this year. He did really good with Thanos, and I was equally as impressed with Cable. Sweet. I, you know, I, I really liked him in the role. I think he looked the part. All the special effects with him looked cool, and his fighting looked cool. He nailed the, um, you know, straight man, grizzled action guy well. I just, I wish they had done more to explain his backstory but when i started thinking about his backstory i'm like how the fuck do you even explain that to normal people that are going to watch a movie Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like physically impossible i'm like okay so cyclops married a clone of his ex-girlfriend and they had a baby (laughs) (laughs) already your like eyes are glazing over we were trying to figure this out at, at work the other day it was like how did all the other X-Men not realize that Madeline Pryor was a clone of Jean Grey. So like if my wife passed away and then I introduced you guys to my new wife and she looked exactly the same. Right. <laughs> like wouldn't you guys like be like, uh, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know how you would even begin to, to explain that. But what did you think of them killing uh, his girlfriend in the beginning of the movie, Mark? Uh, I was ready to get up and walk out at that part. Uh, I will say, Morena background, like, she is so unbelievably hot. Uh, she is just a very beautiful woman. And, uh, you know, and I knew it was going to happen. I mean, partly because, Joey, you kind of spoiled it, like, a, a little while ago. And then it, right at the beginning of the movie, he says, yeah, you know, you can't have a movie like this without a big death to start it off. And I knew he wasn't talking about his death when he blew himself up. So it was fine. And, you know, I... I it, it's a sequel. It, it has to go that way. So yeah, I was fine with it. But I did like the way, I love the way that they, even though she died, they kept her in the story um, mm-hmm. as this like kind of, you know, guiding force of what he should be doing. So I did like that because she is beautiful. And they brought her back at the end. So Yeah, yeah. So she, she'll be in part three. Yay. There you go. And uh, Aubrey, what did you, were you worried that that was going to be a pretty bad moment for the movie? No. I also yeah. missed it, but what? I was like 20 minutes late getting to the movies because traffic <laughs> is horrible here. Um, so I had caught it right as he was throwing that dude in, tra- in traffic. 
So I like had an idea what happened, but I didn't actually see it. Ah, so you missed them killing her. Okay. Yes, yes. So and if you went back in time, then wouldn't that cause a paradox? Because then, you know, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> if you start to try, if you try to apply rules to Deadpool, your head will explode. Yeah, you're assed out. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So, But, all right, the most important one I got to ask Mark Ellis about. What did you think of Domino? Oh, my God. I loved her. <laughs> Holy shit. I loved her. Now, this is coming from someone who has never, ever read a comic book featuring Domino. Um, so I have no idea, like, what this character is supposed to be. But I loved I loved the fact that she was the only member that survived the uh, the jump from the plane. <laughs> and, and I loved that. Uh, yeah, I just thought she was cool. She was sassy. She was fun. And she was beautiful, too. So, yeah, I love Domino. I can't wait for um, her to come back in the next one. What about you, Aubrey? I thought she was hysterical. She's perfect. She really is. She's just perfect. She's perfect for this story. She's perfect for this this series. I love. I love it. Uh, first of all, she's really hot, and uh, <laughs> that helps. And uh, yeah, I mean, she was hilarious in the movie. I loved the way they used her luck powers. Um, a little different than her character in the comic, so that was you know. That was fine. Who gives a shit? You know, it's not. It's not like we're talking about Spider Man here, right? <laughs> so, but I thought I thought she was cool. I wish they could have uh, done a little more with her at the end. Like at the end, she didn't seem like she had much to do. She came in, she had a fight, and she's like, "I'm gonna get these kids out on a bus." And then we never really saw how that resolved itself. Yeah, the <laughs> like, kid what? kids jumping up an upside down bus that's down stuck bus, in a wall. And they're gone. <laughs> and that's it in the story. She gets to hear a walk at the end. That's it. <laughs> Star wipe and <laughs> credits. <laughs> um i did like okay i'll tell you some of the things that i did like i did like the uh cab driver um and his desire <laughs> to join the team especially when uh what's his name the like the peter guy is his name when yep. he, get, he gets assigned to the team and uh the other guy doesn't i thought that was pretty funny and uh i did like the i like the um the uh stinger at the end or the uh the end credits i thought the, i thought that was probably the best part of the entire movie what about yukio Oh, that, <laughs> she was hysterical. I'm like waiting for something to happen. I mean, I I love the fact that he like no matter what is going on, he always says hi to her like in the sweetest way. Like that, I thought was funny, and I I was kind of hoping that they. I was glad that they kept doing that. I was glad that they didn't stop doing that. But I was waiting for her to do something, and I don't think she, she like pulled out a chain at one point to fight Juggernaut. I think I don't. She did she do anything in that movie? No, that was it. <laughs> she said hi. <laughs> and Negasonic Teenage Warhead, she used her powers once, right? At the end? Yeah. One big fireball, and that's it. Dumb. At least the, the X-Men were in it this time. Yeah, that, that that happened so fast, you can barely barely get a glimpse of them. They shot that on the uh, set of Dark Phoenix and then green screened it in. So. That's what I figured. All right, Aubrey, what, what was your favorite parts of the movie? Um, I loved the parachute scene. I love Juggernaut. I love that they had um the cure for blindness next to a whole bunch of cocaine as a <laughs> nod to like the first movie where he gave uh Blind Al a map that said he had the cure the cure for blindness. Um, I thought that was hysterical. I just love I love that character in general, Blind Al. So funny. Um I I loved uh, the interview for who was going to be on X Force. Thought that was funny. I 
You know, I actually wasn't even expecting Juggernaut either. And I was so excited that Juggernaut was in this movie. And then that they had mentioned Professor X. They had his wheelchair and everything. And then they, like, closed the door uh, to the room where all the other X-Men were and everything like that. That was really funny. Trying to remember what else happened to the movie. The Juggernaut didn't say, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. And I know that that was the only thing that was disappointing was that he didn't say that line. I was waiting for it. And he didn't. You know, I kind of didn't like the fight scene between Juggernaut and Colossus. I thought that that was boring. Because Juggernaut is way cooler than Colossus. Fuck Colossus. <laughs> and um, I didn't I didn't know how I felt about Deadpool like trying to be a good guy during this movie. But you know what was... My absolute favorite part of this movie, though, was actually the after credit scenes. <laughs> I was dying during the after credit scenes. Those were probably the hardest I laughed throughout the entire movie. When he was um, cleaning up the timelines, that was just perfect. So perfect. Absolute perfect writing. When he... Um, shot himself he shot ryan reynolds for going to do green lantern and then said you're welcome canada uh when he shot himself from wolverine origins <laughs> just oh so funny and just the, him constantly re- referencing canada and then how he had autographed the cereal box ryan reynolds was re- that was really funny um just those those little those little hints there was another uh, part of the after credit scene that they deleted and they didn't release wow. where uh, he actually went and killed Hitler as a baby. Jesus. Oh but they didn't release it. They decided yeah. it was a step too far. I feel as though he missed an opportunity, though, like when he shot himself as Ryan Reynolds, he should have like looked at the desk and saw Blake Lively and like made a pass at Blake Lively or something, even though they weren't together at that time. So maybe that's why he didn't do it. But there should have been some reference to his wife and and Wade hitting on his wife. Oh, it was a missed the opportunity. Already. Mm. It was a missed opportunity, guys. All right. Well, now, Mark, you, there was there anything specific that you didn't like at all? Like a certain thing that jumps out to you that you didn't like? Uh, no, no. There was nothing really offensive to me. Um, nothing that was like, oh god, it's awful. It was just like I'm, you know, I just watched the movie and. It was amusing. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's I can see the amusement in it, but I didn't really laugh out loud. There was like maybe two scenes where I laughed out loud. Uh, one of them being the end credit scene. I like Aubrey was saying. I thought that was perfection. But yeah, it's like it's a movie that I saw it. I'll, I'll maybe I'll catch it again on FX Saturday, but I'm 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 in no hurry to watch it again. I feel like I've I've lived it enough <laughs> that one time. Anything? Uh- Aubrey, you didn't like specifically? Not really. I mean, I was less than impressed with the Colossus Juggernaut fight scene. Um, the baby leg scene was kind of didn't really make me laugh as much. But honestly, that was it. I I loved the rest of it. All right. I uh, I thought my favorite scene was the uh, when they tried to, when they had to um, rescue um, the kid from uh, the transport. Yep. That whole scene was really good. That was a really good action scene. But, uh, yeah, I was kind of pissed that they killed all of X-Force. Like, I mean, it was funny, but I kind of wanted to see, like, Shatterstar (laughs) 
in Bedlam and those guys do things. So that would have been interesting. And then Pennywise the clown died. <laughs> he didn't even we didn't even get to see him really vomit uh, acid that much. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. He had a kid with the uh, he had the green thing in front of his face. Right, right, right. Mm. So, yeah, that was kind of disappointing. But yeah, other than that, it was all right. So what did you give it for a score out of five, Mark? Uh, I'll give it a uh, 1.5. Jesus. You really didn't like this. Wow. That's a low. You're a high grader, too. That's a low score for Mark. Yeah, I really wanted wow. to give it. A, I really wanted to give it a two. It gets a it gets a one because of Zazzy Beats and Miranda Baccarin. And it gets a 0. 0.5 for the few jokes that I laughed at. Wow. OK. Uh, Aubrey. I give I would give it a uh, 4.75. Wow. Out of five. Yeah, I really loved it. All right. And I gave it a 3.75 out of five. I wanted to give it a four, but the more, the farther I get away from it, the less I'm like, ah. so that's it. That's Deadpool 2 in a nutshell. Let's uh, run through some recommendations for listeners out there. Aubrey, what have you got for our listeners this week? I think everybody should go see Deadpool. Um, <laughs> and then and... tweet at Mark and tell him to suck it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let Mark know that you actually liked it and you think it's good. Oh, I'm sure people love it. It's made a gazillion dollars at the box office already. Yeah. It surpassed Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. It actually dethroned Avengers. So that's good for Deadpool. I'm glad for him. So that means there'll be a part three and I get more Marina Baccarin. That's all I care about. All right. What about you, Mark? Any recommendations for the listeners out there? Uh, yeah, speaking of awful movies, uh, Baywatch <laughs> is on Amazon Prime. So uh, oh. I, I love that movie. A lot of people hated it. I thought it was funny. Um, you know, not as funny as Deadpool 2, but, you know, I still thought it was pretty funny. So uh, if you have Amazon Prime, check that out. Awesome. Well, I will suggest that everybody goes to SoWizardPodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks by Adam and Markellis, and so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. You can find the podcast every week on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and just about any podcatching app under the sun. Let's see suggestions. I suggest you go and watch Voltron. And you know what? I've said it multiple times on this episode and in the past on the podcast. But, man, is it good. And you really should check it out. And I think you should go see Solo, colon, A Star Wars Story because we'll be talking about that next week on the podcast. And programming note, episode 200 is on the way. What are we, two weeks away now at this point? Uh, yeah, it sounds about right. And we have a very special episode. We'll be going through our top 10 movie picks personally. We won't be combining them into one list this time, but we'll be running down each of our top 10 lists. And you can laugh at us or agree with us or feel yourself filled with furious rage when listening to it. Um, but that being said, on behalf of my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Have a fabulous night, citizens. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. You guys have a good week. Be good out there. Wakanda forever. You've been listening to episode number 198 the so wizard podcast we'll see you next week for solo star wars story good journey